The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Throughout history, dreamers have opened the door for positive change that reshapes the world. Our dreams and stories can also attract individual prosperity and success. Join creative artist Valerie June, Aisha Ophelia, Jacqueline Suskin, and Sarah Walco for The Power of Radical Imagination, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Ignite your radical imagination and cultivate positive change. Learn more at eomega.org thrive. Angels, all things paranormal. This is Angel Talk. Hello, dear ones, and welcome to this episode of Angel Talk. Oh, I have something so amazing to tell you. Well, I moved into a new house a couple weeks ago. Actually, it's been about a week and a half. So if my voice sounds like my vibe is low, my vibe is not low, but my body is tired. (laughs) So some people have noticed mostly in person, that my vibe has been low. And I just want to tell you, I'm very much okay. Mama is tired. So I promise I'm going to get some rest. But what I want to tell you is when I moved into the house, the first night I was there, I had a lovely visit from spirit. I was laying at the side of the bed and a woman was standing next to me And she was about my height. I was wide awake. Uh, She was about my height. And I knew she was female by feeling. She was wispy and standing still, but she looked as if she was made of black cotton candy. And she was standing still, but in motion. And as soon as I made eyes, uh, locked contact with her, she noticed I was looking at her. She moved away really fast. (laughs) I was not scared. As you know, I don't get scared of much in the paranormal realm these days, but I could feel that she was friendly. Okay, well, the next morning I got up to brush my teeth and on top of my toothpaste was the tiniest yellow dried flower. How magical. And so if you would, please, I would invite you to my Facebook page, Rachel Corpus, Angel Communicator, and I will post a picture of exactly what I found. I wish I could post a picture of the beautiful woman, but some things are just not meant to be captured, right? We capture them in our hearts. But I would like to share that bit of magic with you. So go to my Facebook page and you can see the picture of that dried yellow flower. And the yellow flower is significant because when we share a yellow flower, it is welcome and friendship. So I felt very welcomed the first night to my new house. Speaking of magic, I have someone here that I love sharing the microphone with me today and she is full of magic. I have Melissa Divine with me. She is divine and magical. Her last name is spelled D-E-V-I-N-E. And I am going to share her bio with you. She is many, many things. <laughs> and when someone is many, many things, I am always very appreciative of a great bio. So here we go. Melissa Devine is an author, law of attraction and enlightenment coach, tarot card reader, multimodality energy healer and creator, Reiki master and teacher, 
If you like to connect with someone who spent years learning to claim their authenticity, speaks from the heart without curating her words carefully, and some could say is a little rough around the edges at times, you'll like Melissa. (laughs) She is who she is and says what she thinks. What she thinks comes from years of wisdom gained from healing herself and then making it her life's work to help others find their own path to healing themselves. In Melissa's words, I always saw the world differently. When I was young, I always saw the magic around me. As I got older, the little signs became stronger and I was drawn to the ancient spiritual arts and the holistic practices. I followed my intuition undeniably and it has led me on a magical journey. Her journey was not always magical though. At 25, she was held captive for eight hours. And then after she escaped, the trauma continued as the small town justice system covered the crime. She became friends with the darkness. She couldn't escape and for seven years struggled through addiction, mental health disorders and suicide attempts. Then one day she woke up, she got sober, took her healing into her own hands and went back to everything she had been drawn to when she was younger, especially the law of attraction. She was led by one magical sign after another. After years of magically manifesting the life she deserved, she set out to give others the tool and insight they needed to heal themselves. And today, we're going to hear from Melissa and get a sampling of something she created called her book, From Madness to Magic. It's her life story of a heartbreaking true crime to a hell yeah (laughs) healing But in between the pages of her story lies a textbook of sorts, a spiritual guide you can use in your own healing and the spiritual journey. Mm. Welcome, Melissa. Thank you. And thank you, everyone who listens, because I know that if you're listening today, you were meant to hear this. And so I'm so excited to connect with you, see what, what you need to hear and most importantly, to just have that energy exchange. When you hear something, it, it brings it right back to me and fulfills that passion and that purpose to keep going. So I'm really grateful to be here for your platform and for everyone that's that's choosing to listen. Thank you, Melissa. You know, we go back, don't we? A long time. <laughs> it's so crazy. And it feels so much longer because life is just so, it's changed so many yeah, times. So much has happened. Yeah, we were talking about that before we hit the record button. So much has happened and and you have one of those lifetimes that perhaps we could say you chose to pack in 20 lifetimes worth of experiences into one. You know what? I have that's us something I really can struggle with from time to time. You know, I look at me. I said, I didn't curate my words. And then for a minute I was about to curate my words, but let's just be honest. I struggle with that sometimes because the truth is, is that I believe in, you know, that reincarnation and that we're here and that we're going to learn these lessons and we choose our lessons and we choose our family and we choose our experiences so that our soul can gain wisdom and to be the most kind and compassionate and come back and help other people. But I always think, I don't want to come back for this shit again. Right. Right. But I I have to keep telling myself, most people's lives, there are many people out there who experience a lot of trauma. But there's a lot of people who don't go through this much. 
And so I did, I packed in so many lessons so quickly in the short lifetime. Yeah. There's a lot there. I mean, really. And, you know, there are a lot of people that encounter trauma. And in fact, I've heard the angels say many times that this is the dimension designed for hard stuff. This is the place. If you're going to experience it, hi, welcome to earth. This is the place with the density that equates itself to trauma. So if you're going to learn that, welcome, you you found the right place. And if there is a purpose for that, wow, you created that, you found it. So what I'm referring to is, Melissa, after all this shit that that's happened to you, you definitely had some seasons in there that you struggled, but you didn't you didn't make those seasons of struggle who you are. You crafted a life out of that. First of all, amazing, amazing. You are the epitome of a shapeshifter. Thank you. You really are. I'd like to know what did it take for you to realize that you couldn't stay in the place of victim forever? So I was in a place of victimhood for about seven years. And I always say to people, and I've said it to myself many times, you were valid at some points, right? It's not okay or it's not somewhere you want to stay to stay in victim mode but it is valid at times. There are things that you go through. And although we may have chosen these lessons, if you tell someone when they're that deep into it, you chose this, it's like, screw you, right? That's a hard message to hear. That's not, and I say a lot of times, I only speak for myself because I'm not gonna speak for somebody who's in the middle of it. There, we all have these connective patterns and issues and traumas But when you're at different points, there are such different things that you're experiencing and seeing. That's perfect. So I guess the question was, how did you shape yourself out of victim mode? Yeah. Right? How did you, what what brought you out of that victim mode? I was lucky. I was lucky because one day the light turned on. Mm -hmm. And when that light turned on, I woke up and the next day the spiritual world came rushing in. And that is what happens when there is a decision that's made and you're like, I am no longer going to live like this. I am no longer going to be like this. I will not accept it. I will not do it one more day. That is when the spiritual world comes rushing in and they will aid and they will help and they will set up everything. And your vibration at that point raises so quickly right? So if we are energetic patterns, if we are wavelengths and we are on a specific wavelength, whatever wavelength it is, if you're listening right now, hold out your hand in front of you. That's the wavelength we're going to say we're on. If you are on that wavelength and you make a decision, I need better, raise up your hand a half an inch. You just raised up to that vibration. Everything on that vibration is a half an inch better than where you were just at. And when you are a half an inch down, a half an inch up seems really amazing. Everything that is on that level starts coming towards you and you're like, this is good. This is amazing. This is good. This is amazing. And so you jump up another level and you jump up another level and you jump up another level. And it's all the small things that you make the decisions on that change your life. If you take 0.000 and you times it by zero, you have zero. 
But if you take 0. 0.00001 and you times it by 365 days, you now have 0. 0.000365, right? It is like every small little thing that you do that adds that 0. 0.00365 that accumulates to raising your vibration up level and up a level and up a level. And on every level, there are new amazing things that you meet along the way. And that gets the momentum and the vibration moving and up you go and up you go and up you go. Wow. So it sounds like you created this method, this step-by-step method to collaborate with spirit. You did, a, you got yourself up. You, the light came on, which was probably spirit, right? Oh, yes. Combined with your higher self in the ether. Right. Still you. <laughs> but in this trauma body was not aware of the light. So spirit turned that light on. Hey, wake up, beloved. And then you had this beautiful back and forth of raising your vibrational frequency. And so you had to be an active participant, didn't you? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's where I've said like a decision has to be made, right. right? Like you, sometimes the light it won't turn on and it won't turn on and it won't turn on. And then when it turns on, you instantly have to make that decision with it. You have to be that active participant. Okay. Cause Melissa, I hear a lot of people who have been through serious trauma like you who come out of it saying, well, this is it. This is my life. I, I can't get over this. And what you're saying is, if you take a little step up, spirit will match that. Spirit can match that. Right. And then there's another step, and then spirit can match another step. Right. The beautiful thing behind that is the momentum, right? Okay. Like when you take a half a step up and spirit matches that, and you instantly feel better, then if you take a half a step, it's more like a full step. Right. Because now you got momentum behind you. You've got momentum of moving into the right direction. And it's like showing up that good things are starting to happen and you feel better. And so not only does spirit match it, but you almost match it yourself without even meaning to. And so then spirit double matches and up you go. Right. But again, that decision has to be there has to be decisions made along the way as well. You know, and like you said, the higher self will jump in there. Yeah. You have to participate in it. Throughout history, dreamers have opened the door for positive change that reshapes the world. Our dreams and stories can also attract individual prosperity and success. Join creative artist Valerie June, Aisha Ophelia, Jacqueline Suskin, and Sarah Walco for The Power of Radical Imagination, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Ignite your radical imagination and cultivate positive change. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. So I'm thinking about conversations that I've had with people who are suffering and they're in victim mode. And when they're stuck in victim mode and they're saying, I'm stuck, this is it, I, I can't get out. They don't have to be stuck. I mean, we have to be really careful how we talk to each other, though, because... When we've been traumatized, and I'm in that group too, so I feel like I can speak to it, 
when we've been traumatized, we really don't need somebody to say, come on, pull yourself up by your bootstraps. (laughs) That doesn't help. But you're giving us hope here. Yeah. That is why I said your feelings are valid. Mm -hmm. I call it a law of attraction shitstorm as well. (laughs) Right? (laughs) And the law of attraction shitstorm doesn't even need to be in trauma, but it can be, think about a time where something goes wrong and it really makes you upset. Well, vibration and wavelengths are all about the level at which it goes out. So the more upset it makes you, the faster the wavelength goes out and the faster it comes back because it's strong. And so then you go and you tell somebody, oh my gosh, you I can't believe. And you're putting out this strong wavelength over and over and over. So then it attracts something else. You're on a vibration of something else negative happening. And the next negative thing happens. And the next negative thing happens. So whether it's that you're in a victim state or because of the fact or trauma state or because of the fact that something just went wrong and then the next thing went wrong and then the next thing went wrong. Either way, like you're saying, when you're like, okay, just pick yourself up. People are valid in their feelings. Mm-hmm. And to be stuck in that is so understandable. And I absolutely see and hear each of those. I was stuck for seven years, seven years, right? And that's where It's really important if you're listening to this and you're stuck. I was stuck for seven years. If you love someone who was stuck, I was stuck for seven years. There's always about love and compassion with boundaries, both for ourselves and for others. But you don't know the day that the light will turn on for somebody. Mm. You know, you just don't know. And you can't force that light for someone. You cannot. That's the one of the hardest things to accept as a human. You can plant all the seeds and it's great to keep planting the seeds, but you cannot turn on the light. Because the light comes from God. The light comes from source, like source energy. Yeah, light comes from source. It's not a light switch. It's not iridescent. It's not fluorescent. (laughs) Right. It's not on the wall. It's not on the wall, not on the ceiling. Yeah. You can't do that for each other. Right. Huh. But once it turns on, Right. The minute it turns on and that decision is made and everything starts, the wavelengths start vibrating higher and the momentum starts going. And that's where what I wrote was my story. But I didn't write it as my story as much as I wrote it as a spiritual textbook for people, a guide. I want people to read it and to enjoy it for the story that it is. But I want them to go back and know that they can start with like a highlighter, right? And they can be like, she did this and you start Mm -hmm. doing that. Mm -hmm. And then she did this and you start doing that. And then she did this. And it can be for anybody in a state of trauma, but it can also just be for anybody that's just living life. There are so many people that used it for healing. And there are so many people that were like, it just brought me back to life. It just made me realize how much I had started to slack in the way I was thinking or the way I was talking or the things I was attracting. The law of attraction is the meat of my book, right? Like the meat and potatoes of my book, if you want to say. And the law of attraction is great for manifesting. It's great for like, I have a magic wand and I can get what I want, right? Now there's a lot more to that. But the biggest gift of the law of attraction is learning to use it to heal yourself. Yes. 
And that's where the manifesting is a hot button word. But let's talk about what actually happens behind the scenes on our way to manifesting. Yes. We heal everything that's blocking that manifestation from coming in the first place. Yes. And part of that healing is feeling the feelings. We've been so afraid Somewhere along the line, we got the idea that if you think about something negative, oh, be careful because more of it's going to happen. But when you don't think about, when you don't honor your feelings, you are blocked. Right. And you cannot manifest from that place. So I really love what you've done here because you're giving us, by sharing your story so beautifully and authentically, when I read it, I felt that I was able to give myself permission to feel my feelings. And that was a great gift. And I was also very aware that for people who had not experienced trauma to this degree, they had insight into what it might feel like without it feeling like it was entertainment. There seems to be a part of our culture sometimes where we like to watch people getting hurt. And so as I was getting ready to read your book, I almost braced myself because I thought, okay, how is this, how is this going to feel as I, I read this? Because I know you and I care for you deeply. And also I'm a person that I don't, I don't enjoy watching true crime. Mm -hmm. This is lovely. This is a lovely piece of art. The angels counter this idea of us watching trauma. They counter it by saying, we sometimes need that to grow empathy for each other. And your book is able to help us do that without us being voyeurs. And you've really done a, a beautiful job allowing us to see and feel through your lens, not just what happened, but also the season after the victimhood. And then the season after that, what you did with the light, you did with what you what you're doing now with your life. I'd really love to hear about that. Could you tell us? What are you creating? What have you created? What are you creating with your life right now to help you, others, the consciousness as, as a healer of this place? I am so glad you asked that. Okay, so I've got to stop my mind from spinning because as you were talking, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, everything you were saying, I was rallying so much. And, and I just want to go back for a minute. So please, if I lose the question, please bring me back to it. But yes. I just want to emphasize when you said we have to be able to feel our feelings. There is such a misconception around the law of attraction where people are afraid yeah. to feel and they go, that's going to manifest something bad. That's going to manifest mm -hmm. something bad. And it's so the opposite because when you lock it in your soul, that vibration is just constantly coming out like a lighthouse drawing in negative things. If you feel your feelings and you are able to process them, then you can release them. So yes. it's the absolute opposite. Yes. And I'm so glad that you hit on that. That is such a misconception and I'm so grateful you said that yes we don't have to live in fear no we we do not have to live in fear we even though bad shit happens if there is some purpose reason something we can get out of it and the angels say we don't have to get into why it happens we don't but since it happens 
we have the opportunity to make something of it, which you've done. I did do. And part of that process is feeling what comes up from it and transmuting it, alchemizing it. So... So the back to the question, yes. back to the question. So I'm so glad you wrote that. So, or asked that. So I actually wrote this book four years ago. And when I wrote it, I channeled it. It came pouring out of my soul and it pulled out, poured out of my soul in three weeks. It was always meant to be. It was mm-hmm. always meant to get out there and help other people in every sort of way from every religion and, and stance on empathy and understanding the law of attraction and healing. But then it sat for three years. For three years, it sat there. And it wasn't like I set it aside and said, oh, well, it like crushed my soul. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, I have this gift that I'm going to give the world and I'm going to help everybody with this. And it's going to be amazing. And I'm going to touch so many people. And Spirit said, not yet. Not yet. And so it sat for three years. And last year I put it out and now I've got to see the beauty of that. So in the last four years, wow, have I changed from the end of that book? You know, I am not the same person. And if you look at yourself, I'm sure you're not the same person. Oh boy, no. (laughs) Oh boy. (laughs) Our listeners, uh, sometimes it's easier, you know, if you look at kids that have four years from four-year-old to an eight-year-old, think about how different. That was like my spiritual growth since then. Mm -hmm. I'm just a completely different person and all for the better. And I love it. So right now, what I am doing is what I mentioned in the bio. I am doing tarot card reading. I am doing law of attraction and enlightenment coaching and classes. I have channeled my own healing modality. So I do four different modalities of energy healing. There are a million different modalities out there. And it is so important for you to look at one and say, that resonates with me. The reason that I do four different ones is when someone comes in, I want to say, I've already talked to spirit. This is what you need. This is the price point. Does this work for you? Mm -hmm. Right? This is what you need at this point. I then went on to channel my own healing modality. And so that is just an amazing gift from spirit. And that has just kept unfolding and unfolding into new ways. It's not like they were like, here's this little gift of this channeled modality and it's just an outlined thing and this is what you're going to do it keeps changing and shifting and so as i spiritually because grow, it's energy right yeah and as i grow and change in energy so mm-hmm. does the modality and it just keeps mm-hmm. getting stronger and more beautiful you know three months ago i realized i am not proud enough of that i need to be a lot more proud of that yes. like why have i not been like excited for myself about that. That is amazing. And so I'm really like owning that in this time of my life. I was going to say, that's incredible. Yes, thank you. I am like, I'm sure spirit was just shaking their head at me. Well, and I also saw a (laughs) dragon with it. There's a dragon. Yes. Okay. Yes, there is. Wow. Mm -hmm. She's very proud. (laughs) And she's like, why are we quiet about this? I channeled this almost three years ago. And I stayed basically silent about it. I mean, I did it on people, but I didn't really talk about it. I didn't like advertise it as a different healing modality. And now it's just, yeah, like guys, I channel spirit. I have channeled this modality. It's a one in the world, one only kind, Melissa Come Devine. On, Melissa. Right? 
I'm like, you guys can't see me, but I'm moving my hands around and I'm like. Well, it comes so naturally to you. It's, you probably forgot that element. Oh, I should tell everyone else about this right. too. I know. It's so it's just beautiful. Yeah. And so do you have a name for doing. it? Yes. I just changed the name. So I was like sprucing it up a little bit. Cause again, as I claimed it, right. As we claim it sometimes, no matter what it is in our life. No, whether it's our self-esteem or, you know, we just sometimes we have to like go back and say, you know what, I didn't give this enough credit and we kind of repackage it. And so that's what I just did. And so I believe now it is, it was deep divine transmutation. Ooh. And I think I changed it just a smidgy smidge. Well, you can, <laughs> you can still workshop that. It right? feels, it feels like it is the most Precious sapphire blue alchemy and emeralds. And I can see that dragon. I mean, I haven't experienced this modality with you, but I can see her flying around you saying, it's on, let's go, it's on. I can feel that healing modality. So first of all, I remember what I called it. It's intuitive divine transmutation. Ooh, okay. It came to me. Spirit's like, let me just clear this up while we're here. Yeah. But also, as soon as you started talking about that, it's like, and I like to call it she, she came into the room. Mm. I could just feel her. And it's yes. it's like really just um, opening. Like it came into the center of my body and it just opened up and I'm not talking about opening like a flower like it like there's power behind right yes. she's like here with us now so welcome to her right and to describe her and how she fits in this room is quite incredible because the whole space has changed to suit her I can just feel it's in it's yeah. intense, but a beautiful. Yes. It's not powerful and harsh. It's just intense and yeah. beautiful. Yes. And, and she the just... energy is a little bit wobbly around her now because I don't think the walls know quite what to do. <laughs> <laughs> We're used She's to Rachel's energy. Right. Wow. <laughs> Who's this bitch? <laughs> <laughs> Melissa Broder. <laughs> Oh, that made her snort. <laughs> That's so oh, funny. She is beautiful. And she's going to do so much magic in this world. And she's doing so much magic in this world. Yes. And, you know, it's like where uh, healing modalities, right? Um, you can say this healing modality, this is what you're going to feel. Mm -hmm. And this healing modality, this is what you're going to feel when you're getting a client ready. You're going to feel so peaceful. Mm -hmm. This one is like, oh, your brain is going to go into the theta state and it's going to really just go into these peaceful wavelengths that are like when you're meditation, right? You can explain it. She is like, I will serve you what you need, oh, right? Like wow. you're not going to like okay. put me, I'm not a box. I'm yeah. not, this is what it is. And so she really just takes over and she calls in different energies in your higher self and she calls in different guides and she calls in different elements of the earth at different times and she calls in interdimensional beings and you know she just moves me around where she needs me and when she needs me and you're, sometimes your mind can race and sometimes people are like holy moly I was like in another dimension I was so you know yeah. uh, she will just take you where you need to go. It's interesting that 
in the beginning of our conversation tonight, I heard them refer to you as a shapeshifter. And this modality is all about <laughs> you meeting people where they are with your dragon. There's so much of that, which in such a profound way matches people where they are as they enlighten and they find their light and how you are matching them and saying with open arms and open heart, hi, I'm here to help you. What do you need? Oh, well, we'll just tell you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's amazing how much she wanted to come in. And I'm so grateful you gave us that platform to do that. I am not someone who stumbles over my words. I'm very quick-witted. I'm all fire. I tell mm -hmm. people I'm all fire. And you can see, as soon as you meet me, I'm like, hello, with jazz hands. And when, <laughs> right? That's what I'm like, aren't I? Yeah. It's great. Like, it's great. <laughs> and when we hit record, I started stumbling over my words. I was mm -hmm. looking at you like, where was I going? And what what did you ask? And we talk about her and it's like, the energy in this room shifted and I just am like, this is what we were meant. Not uh, that we can't change things, but yeah. like she was just waiting to come in. And it's like my soul was being almost like pulled. Mm. Like it knew that where I was wasn't what I wanted to talk about. Neat. And then you knew. Yeah, because you, you needed your partner. Know. I don't know. Thank you. I don't always know if it's me that knows or spirit that knows, but I'm here for it. <laughs> I'm definitely here for it. And I love when it's like, I'll be like lecturing somebody without meaning to, and I'll have my hand on my hip and I'll be, and then all of a sudden I'll be like, oh, that's not me. That's spirit. Yeah. You know? Sorry. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like when spirit needs to talk, whoo, watch out. It's they're coming. They're going to talk and it's coming. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so glad we went there. That just, it's like, I just, like I said, it's like I was, I was being pulled in two pieces and I'm like, okay, I'm here now, guys. I'm yeah. here. That was that needed to be talked about and said because it is beautiful and it's going to help. I hear and feel the word alignment when she's here. You feel in alignment. You are in alignment. And then I saw your spinal cord and her spinal cord click in almost like they were made of these diamond Legos. <laughs> it's really pretty. I love that. Yeah. That was quite something I to see. Yes. Melissa, are you taking on clients at this time? I am always open for clients. Oh, good. Absolutely. Because I know people will want to reach out to you. And what's the best way for them to reach you for a session to get this book? How can they get you um, in, so they can impart your wisdom? You can impart your wisdom on them. Okay. So um, easiest Let's go with the easiest two ways, right? Everybody's on social media. And so my TikTok, my Facebook, my Instagram, they're all Melissa's Magical World. Mm. And in there, of course, the link is in the bio. Click on the link. And of course, you've got my book now and then the links to all the other social medias. So that's an easy way. Or of course, as is in that link is my website. And the website is where I do the online booking. So you can get there from any social media platform or of course, just going to my website, melissadevine.net. Um, again, as she said, my last name is spelled D-E-V-I-N-E. People have been asking me like crazy lately. Is that your last name? Is that your last name? Yeah. I'm like, baby, I was meant to be this way. Yes. Right? I was meant right. to be this way. It was always going to be that way. 
So yes, it is melissadivine.net and then Melissa's Magical World. And you know, when I put Melissa's Magical World as a social media link, I really did not think that one was going to stick. But now it has bled into every single, oh, and perfect. It's, it's Melissa's magical world. That's where we're yeah, at. It is so. your magical world. You're creating it. It is my magical world. Every beautiful, sparkly thought at a time. Yes. Yes. Everyone, I want to read this beautiful passage. This is the end of this delightful journey. In Melissa's words, I had seen it clearly all along. The castles and the mermaids, the shooting stars and the intuition. The magic I believed in, it was there. The world teaches us to ignore it, to fit in a box, to use labels and focus on what we collect, how happy we can be. The journey I set out on, to unlearn everything the world had taught me, led me to find what I knew from the beginning. The magic was there all along. So would I do it again? Yes, I would do it all again. Loves, I want to thank you for sitting with us today, and I want you to know that you can reach out to me anytime you need at rachelcorpus.com. I value you so much. Sit with what you heard today and rest on your takeaways. There were so many today, and you also are blissfully divine, and you are so loved, and I love you. And we'll see you next time. You've been listening to Angel Talk with Rachel Corpus. To learn more or to contact Rachel, visit rachelcorpus.com. Hi, I'm Liz Winter, and I have been a medium and a spiritual development teacher for over 30 years. On my podcast, All Aboard the Medium Ship, I want to share the message with you that there is a wealth of love and comfort available to you from the spirit world. On my podcast, you can experience this comfort and peace for yourself through gentle guided meditations and helpful messages. Make sure you subscribe and follow so you never miss an episode. Part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network.